Bringing you hypocrisy at all angles here. We 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 love to do that because we've we've, we've been <laughs> doesn't matter that. if it's Republicans or yeah, Democrats. Right, right, exactly. We, exactly. Because we highlight that here. We have been hearing a steady stream of of Republicans complaining about not being part of the decision or right. whatever because of their party. Well, uh, Alderwoman Kristen Desenzo is here, and of course uh, the the Springfield Aldermanic. Uh, uh, portion is it's not nonpartisan. Yeah, it's nonpartisan, nonpartisan. anyway. Right. But uh, the Sangamon County Board uh, of Health has determined you're a Democrat, and we're only having one Democrat and one Republican from the council on the board. Uh, Kristen, what do you think <laughs> about that? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> well, good morning, gentlemen. Yeah. Good morning. Um, uh, well, there's you know been several different stories. Uh, well, let, let's backtrack. First of all, when I was appointed to this position. Um, by the mayor. I never really thought I would get to sit on the board, if I'm being honest. Um, And right away, of course, I was told uh, that my nomination was, it was approved by the council. It has to go through the council, so it was approved by the council. And um, I was immediately told that they weren't going to accept my nomination because I was a Democrat and there had to be a Democrat and Republican on the board. Well, then fast forward, that was in October. So fast forward to a a few months later, and I kept kind of asking, like, hey, what's going on with this? And then um, the story had kind of changed. Um, It it wasn't the fact that I was a Democrat. Um, It was that... it, it was it was it was you know a, a different reason then, and so here we are. I, I'm in limbo. Um, I I don't expect to be seated on this board. Um, I don't expect to ever serve on this board. But in this board, I, in this board is um, it's it's a public health board, right? It's like a, an, it's a, an, it's an a oversight public health board. It is. It's an oversight committee. Um, it's made up of several different people throughout the community. There's a doctor, there's a nurse, um, there is a vacancy. Uh, that that was the, kind of the latest reason was we, we don't have room for you. You know, this board is full and you're not on this board and we have to let you be on this board. This board has to vote you onto the board. Um, that was what I was told when I attended the May 28th meeting, um, the, you know, via conference call, of course. Right. And that that's where we are now. Well, then I find out last night that there is, in fact, a vacancy. So it was quoted in the paper um, that Brian McFadden earlier this week said the board's full. We just don't have room for it. It has nothing to do with anything else. Well, it's not true. There's a vacancy on the board and the board um, is, has a new nomination that they're putting forward next month at their meeting next next month. They meet quarterly. Are yeah. you that nominee? <laughs> No, 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 I am not that nominee. Why? Okay, well, real quick, uh, you know, why is it important? And we're talking with Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso um, from the city of uh, Springfield. She was appointed by um, the council uh, to serve on a Sangamon County Public Health Oversight Board. And Greg, before you get to your question, just to backtrack a little more, Chris Tylan was on this board as a Republican. And there were two. Her predecessor in Ward 8. So they were the the city council voted to plug her in there where Chris Tylan was. And that's where. And and, well, there were two. There were two. 
two actual um, aldermen on the on the there have always of been right there in, because there used to be a Springfield Department of Public Health and a Sangamon County Department of Pu- Public Health. Right. Well, and, and learned- I want to ask you that because. <laughs> There have been a lot of problems between the city of Springfield and the and the and the public health board uh, or the public health department for Sangamon County, and it seems to stem from when you guys did consolidate. There's a lot of push to consolidate things for efficiency reasons, but what do you think are some of the pitfalls that uh, city residents, which make up the most of the uh, Sangamon County you know population, what have been some of the pitfalls that uh, city residents have, have fallen into because of this consolidation and the lack of what I'm assuming here is you saying that there's a lack of representation uh, in that uh, particular board. Well, I was appointed to the board because I have a, you know, I'm a strong animal rights um, advocate. And, uh, you know, I introduced the humane ordinance um, here in Springfield that was passed unanimously um, at the time we were the 12th in the state, I believe, that had passed this humane ordinance. So I have a you know, I've always had a problem with how animal control is handled by the county. Um, you can call at midnight tonight over a, a barking dog, and they will tell you that there's always someone on call, but there isn't. So I get a ton of animal um, complaints in my ward, and I've expressed them. I've brought it up several times at city council. It is not a new issue for me. Um, this is something I've been very vocal about. So the mayor said, okay, you know, you're a good fit for this board because, you you know, that's a, one of the components of uh, the public health department, and that's, you know, you'd be a good advocate for that. So, uh, you know, that, that that's my biggest issue with the Department of Public Health is, is you know, we have some major animal uh, control problems throughout the city, um, and they're not being attended to, and I have a problem with that. Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso joins us, uh, and this is just one of the uh, various issues that are uh, floating out there, of course, with the uh, city of Springfield, but we've also got other things we're looking at, uh, of course, when it comes to uh, helping uh, stem any kind of problems with the police department. Where are we at on uh, any any ideas of reforms for police, any uh, uh, efforts to uh, you know focus attention and resources on uh, spurring on opportunity for disadvantaged communities? Uh, give us your takeaway on uh, where we're at right now and where we need to go. Well, I really think that our Springfield Police Department um, needs to, and I've spoken about this before as well, um, I think they need to increase their neighborhood police officer program. Right now, there are eight beats throughout the city. There are 10 wards in the city. So there are eight officers that have to spread themselves very thin to be, uh, you know, community police officers. And Chief Kenny Winslow, and I applaud him for this, is a, you know, he's very big on community policing. And, you know, police don't want to be social workers, and they don't want to be therapists, and they don't want to be, uh, you know, they don't want to do those types of jobs. But a uh, neighborhood police officer often does that kind of work. And, you know, if we had two per ward instead of, right now I work with three different neighborhood police officers because of the way the breakdown of my ward. Um, but if we had two per ward, so if we increased it to from eight neighborhood police officers to 20, I, th- I think that would be excellent. Um, that way we could have someone all the time. Um, you know, it, it would, and if we did it by ward instead of by beat, then it would definitely be more productive right now. Um, the biggest 
swath of my ward is covered by uh, one gentleman, and he goes all the way out to the lake. So, I mean, he has, a you know, this huge beat he has to cover, and it's just, it's nearly impossible. And these these police officers attend neighborhood meetings, uh, neighborhood association meetings. They, you know, attend, um, you know, national night out events. They they are kind of the go-to person when there are neighborhood issues. And that's what we have. We have a lot of neighborhood issues. I mean, I've been getting complaints all week about fireworks going off or, you know, um, kids running wild in the streets and, you know, stuff like that. So we, if we could increase our neighborhood police officers, I think we'd be much better off as a city. Well, and, and I don't know if we, we have time for this or if we can hold you past, but um, you know, that's one thing with the police. But how do we uh, focus on getting more opportunity for uh, some disadvantaged communities? Uh, that seems to be you know some of the big problems. Uh, opportunity to quality education, opportunity to quality health care, opportunity to quality jobs. Uh, just overall, uh, how can we foster better opportunities for those disadvantaged communities? Well, I think that we need to, you know, there are some programs locally. Hanson Engineering has a Grow Your Own program. And I think some of our, you know, major employers need to, to do some investing uh, in, the, in their youth, in our youth. Um, you know, we have the outlets and we have, you know, some other great uh, boys and girls clubs. But I think we have to get kids really, really early um, you know, just to make sure they know what their options are in life in general. As far as economic opportunities, there is money in the capital bill for wards two and wards, wards three, um, which is going to help with some economic um, opportunities, uh, you know, in, in those areas. And people don't realize that ward six goes, you know, all the way up to 10th Street and Yale. So I have, you know, a, a small little sliver there that, that borders the east side. Um, you know, I've got every, everything from Washington Park to, you know, the east side out to Trevi Gardens. So I, I, we all cover a, a big area of land and, you know, very different needs depending on the neighborhood. Um, but we do, have to, we, we do have to bring people into the fold. And, you know, whether it's a mentoring program or whether it's, um, you know, just just teaching kids there there's some schools that have some programs um you know the, the sooner we get to kids that might not be even aware of the opportunities there are out there in life the better we are alderwoman Kristen Desenso, greatly appreciate you taking time with us this morning and uh land it all out there on the table i will have plenty of time to unpack that and a lot more in the future greatly appreciate it thank you you guys have a great weekend you, you too talk to you later